Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. One of the things I would recommend to every single American, I know it's not possible by the way, if you ever want to love your country more, run for president. Traveling this country, meeting people has been one of the most fantastic experiences of my entire life. I love America more today than I did on May 22nd. But when I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential uh, candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me uh, not now, Tim. I don't think they're saying, Trey, no, but I do think they're saying not now. And so I'm going to respect the voters and I'm going to hold on and keep working really hard and uh, look forward to another opportunity. Holy crap. Talk about the thing that you didn't see coming this quick after that debate performance. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Tim Scott on national television, on uh, Trey Gowdy's show, on Fox, dropped out of the debate. On uh, the debate of the run for president. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. And Trey Gowdy is like, wait, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing what now? You are, you are suspending Trey? your presidential campaign. You, you, you have, you have plenty of money. You have the highest approval numbers of any candidate that is running. And you're, you're a couple of states away from coming to a state where you are beloved and you are suspending your presidential campaign. You know, uh, Romans 8, 20 is such an important uh, scripture. It says that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I think the message is clear for me right now. Uh, I, I am indeed uh, suspending the campaign, but I, I am going to remain as committed to making sure that this country uh, chooses the right person by enjoying the journey of just helping people everywhere throughout South Carolina and through our country. Uh, we have an amazing country. I'm very thankful to be in America. We should all be proud of this country. Uh, I was a kid, Trey, as you know, uh, nearly failed out of high school as a freshman. And here I am uh, running for president just a few minutes ago. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to process this, this information, and, and I'm trying to do it uh, on, on live television. So forgive me. I also would have been thrown for a loop. Because after that debate performance, you got to assume there were a couple more bucks coming in. He didn't have to go just then. He could have gone to the fourth debate. So now you ask yourself, well, what happened? Well, he really saw that there was no path and that Trump's unstoppable. Possibly saw that. He saw that there was no path, and even if Trump is stoppable, he's not the guy who's going to be able to stop Trump.
just to stop uh, whoever else it is. That is also possible. He made a deal. Well, that's always possible. He go, oh, he absolutely could have made a deal. But the 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 article that accompanies says, hey, he's not interested in being vice president. Everybody's interested in being vice president. Just just for the sake of clarity. Everybody's interested in being vice president. And 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 the follow-up uh to that is he's interested in a job outside of the Senate. He's interested in something outside of the Senate. And if you are Trump or DeSantis or Nikki Haley, and yes, even Vivek Ramaswamy, you would be very appreciative of the Tim Scott endorsement. There is a little something that comes with that. For all the the people who are like, oh, this is a skin color thing. It comes with it. The the man is black. It's, It's not like you're going to somehow deny that that fact it's the evangelicals that come with it sure it might not be as many donors as other people have but it's more donors than you have right now comes with it there are reasons to want that endorsement the mike pence endorsement comes with less comes with actually more baggage although i don't know if anybody would necessarily Step away from it, uh, Nave Avec Ramaswamy, but don't worry, it's not coming Ramaswamy's way. Tim Scott out of the race. You knew it was going to happen. Thought he'd at least give it one more debate. I'd be curious to see what happened behind the scenes. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. The latest out of Israel or the latest out of the pro-Hamas supporters, and either way you want to look at it, nothing's great. Uh, The rockets continue to fly from Hamas. Israel has absolutely no plans of stopping this cacophony of madness about uh, ceasefire gets louder. Recognize who you're hearing from. The people screaming for ceasefire want Israel destroyed. They're on social media. I mean, the number of trolls I have is through the roof. Don't worry, I, I just move them to the side. Uh, they're in, in Congress, whether it be Cory Bush or Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar or Kasi Cortez or Andre Carson, Jamal Bowman. We're talking about awful people. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. As Benjamin Netanyahu explains it. We will win this war. Because we have no other choice. There's no life for us. There's no future for us and our neighbors if we allow the axis of terror led by Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, the Houthis, and their minions to dominate. We have an alliance for peace on the other side. It includes Israel, the United States, the moderate Arab states, and the rest of the civilized world. Now, it's a question, who wins? We have to win. There's confusion in many parts of the uh, of the world. I have to say, not in the United States. I'm glad to see that the the majority of the American people support Israel. They understand that we're fighting the just battle of civilization against barbarism. But those who uh, those who protest for Hamas, you're protesting for sheer evil. There are a lot of misguided people out there who don't don't know the facts. You're talking to people who deliberately targeted civilians, who raped and murdered women. 
who raped, uh, uh, who, who beheaded uh, men, who burnt babies alive, who kidnapped uh, little babies and hostage and, uh, and Holocaust survivors, you name it. These are the people that you are supporting. Now, you cannot, it's like in World War II, yeah. the Allies are fighting the Nazis, okay? Chancellor so, uh, Kohl of uh, Germany said that Hamas are the new Nazis. So imagine now, the Allies are fighting the Nazis. They've in, invaded France after they were attacked by the Nazis. They, uh, they go into the cities of Germany. They're obviously, the Nazis are fighting within civilian quarters, and civilians get killed. In fact, many of them were killed. Millions were killed. Now, who do you protest against? Well, do you protest against the Nazis or do you protest uh, against the allies? And what these people are doing is protesting for sheer evil. That's wrong. Ms. By the way, it's a condemnation. It's an indictment of higher education in some of our universities. Mr. Notice he said our universities. I thought that was interesting. Remember, he was educated here in, in the U.S. Uh, the more of this kind of talk, the better. And the more recognition of the failure of college presidents, including right here in Indiana, uh, of these university students who are grownups and deserve all the derision they get, um, the better. The absolute better. One of the big conversations right now is, okay, let's say Hamas is gone. We, we keep hearing the lip service to this, even from the United States, that Hamas has to go. You cannot cannot have uh, Hamas in, in power. What happens? Well, what Israel said is that, well, we would govern Gaza for a while until a new system could be put into place. And of course, everyone went crazy. Oh, God! OMG. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, they went nuts. Can't have that. Can't have some kind of of uh, Israeli rule in Gaza. So just uh, to take a step back on it, if Hamas is gone from controlling the Gaza Strip, this terrorist organization supported by Iran, which was elected in 2005, and one of the arguments people make is uh, that you can't blame Palestinians today. Many of them weren't even born when Hamas was was uh, elected it, it it says signals two things number one very hard to claim that israel's engaged in a genocide if you have a larger population 18 years later that's some terrible genociding uh, number two um the idea that the generation today didn't elect hamas doesn't change the fact that hamas got elected and it doesn't change the fact that everybody's life would be better if Hamas was gone. So what is the argument here? Silly, silly stuff. History is worth noting. And then you can go from there. And if, by the way, we're now going to use the argument that these people didn't vote for Hamas, let us note that today nobody owns slaves, yet you on the political left want to tell everybody else that they're an oppressor because of the color of their skin. I'll leave it to you to figure out how you're going to square that circle. Daddy's out of it, kitten. I'm over here drinking my tea. Well, it's not tea. It's coffee today. Or some lemonade, a bourbon perhaps, a nice rye. I don't know, a Prosecco because I'm feeling just giddy. And we'll watch you figure it out. Sure. No problem. Hamas is gone. What happens to Gaza? 
Israel said, well, we're going to run this thing for a while. And the response is, oh, absolutely not. Oh, you can't have that. Oh, no way. Well, Jake Sullivan, uh, who is uh, the uh, with the national security is the national security advisor. You guys figure it out. You figure out how it's going to get run. Because it has to be run somehow. The Palestinian Authority under Mahmoud Abbas said, uh, uh, "We'll run it. We'll 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 take care of uh, Hamas. Don't you worry about it." And Israel said. <laughs> Oh, they said, Kamala Harris, come here. Listen, listen. Uh, uh, the, the 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 Palestinian Authority says they 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 can uh, they can run Gaza. <laughs> right? Is that funny? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pete, Pete, you back from Ukraine? Oh, thank goodness you went. Everything's okay now. Uh, listen, Palestinian Authority says they can run Gaza. <laughs> No, they can't. You don't replace a terrorist organization with a terrorist organization. You just don't do that kind of crazy thing. So I want to be clear. I don't want it to be the United States. I am not interested in being the United Nations. I would rather the United States than the United Nations because at least that way I know something could get run. The UN can't be trusted. Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the UN, has never met a Hamas leader or figure he didn't absolutely love. Oh, no, 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 no. This will be, of course, a very interesting question. What happens? And you're now going to see all these other nations, Arab nations, etc., not step up to the plate. Hamas will be gone. Here are these people. Let's help them get their lives back in order and actually get into a a worthy life. And none of them, not Jordan, not Egypt, none will step up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be pleasantly surprised if they did. And we'd have to ask ourselves what that looks like. But nah. Remember how little they care. And remember how little Cory Bush, Rashida Tlaib, and Ilhan Omar and Andre Carson care. They don't care about the people in Gaza. They don't care. I'm laying down my marker. What have they done to show that they care? A tear on TV? My God, that's easy. If we were going to take bets... What would we bet are the odds that Bud Light could make a comeback? Like a like a serious serious comeback. Cuz I I don't know if that's the case. I am not so sure I believe it. The story over at News Nation, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. No, I wasn't the story. It's who I am and the station, just so you know what's, what's happening and what you're listening to in case you just, you know, woke up or, you know, or hung over, can't remember where your keys are nor your pants. I want to just help you with some basics. Can't help you with the keys or the pants. I don't want to try behind the couch. Wait, that's not your couch? Oh, then I really don't know what's going on. 
Bud Light executives believe that they can get back 40% of their uh, drinkers. 40% of Bud Light drinkers willing to return. The executives believe this. Why would the executives believe this? Because they created the deal with with UFC. UFC took the deal because it was a ton of money. And if Dana White had been really, really honest, you know, they work with veterans. We like that. I don't know anybody doesn't like veterans. And that's that was his answer. It was a lot of money, and it was your job to take the deal. And you figure the UFC is strong enough to be able to handle the backlash. So what did it matter? And you were probably able to get Bud Light for an extra few million because, after all, they're desperate to get back some level uh, of of their audience. I hear you, kitten. I hear you. I don't even think you're wrong. The issue of who's going to buy Bud Light again after uh, partnering with uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who is a man who claims to be a woman and I think is putting on one of the great uh, shows in, in in American history. Well, when you're a man deciding that you're a woman, I don't I don't know how it's not putting on woman face. I don't know how you describe it really differently than that. You uh, you declare a man as woman of the year. Anybody who does that is just weird. You're not you're not joyous. You're not righteous. You're just a weird dude. I mean, he's a weird dude, but but you do that as a, as a group. You're a weird group. And people said, I don't want politics. They uh, put this guy's face on a beer can. I don't want politics in my beer. I just want beer. What's wrong with you? And then you heard from the vice president, the former vice president there, this this woman, uh, who said, well, well, our beer brand is just, you know, terrible frat guy jerk faces. And uh, we need to make it more uh, universal. And, and what was the word? It was communal. And no, no, no. Uh, loving and caring. And it, it's beer. Uh, your translation was, you think that the drinker Bud Light is a jerk and not woke enough. You're going to make them woke. And the people said, we're out. No thanks. We're gone. Bye-bye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be here. That's what they did. And they're out. So the issue is not that they would drink a Bud Light again. How are you going to get them to walk into a liquor store and buy one when their friends might see it? How do you get somebody to drink a Bud Light at a bar when their friend might see it? Your issue is not the individual. Your issue is the other people looking at the individual. That's a harder one to overcome. I mean, those are just the facts. Would some people come back? Everybody will come back to something. My God, we 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 destroyed communism, and people came back to communism. People scream about hating the Nazis, and take a look what's going on uh, with these Hamas supporters. All of a sudden, they love Nazis. Wait, wait, no, we don't call them Nazis. Everybody else is calling them Nazis. I'm the only guy not. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to discuss that. But things do come back. Sadly. I just don't know if Bud Light is, is going to be one of those things. I don't know how you get people not to be embarrassed drinking it in the uh, in the public view. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
big happenings this week is President Xi Jinping, uh, the dictator of China. Did I say that? I did. He is coming to the United States. San Francisco, uh, actually, is where this event will take place. Uh, This is a gathering of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. We're running through November 17th, so the summit has actually started. It'll run through uh, the 17th, and Xi Jinping is coming. Magically, there are no homeless people on the streets in San Francisco. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. As if by magic, you had all of these people doing drugs on the street, defecating on the street, stealing from your cars, destroying property. And right now, they're all gone. Magically, they have disappeared. And you're like, wait a second. Is this a problem? Do we need to call the authorities? Remain calm. All is well. No, someone already called the authorities, and that's how all the homeless people disappeared. As if they had taken a page out of the Indianapolis playbook when we've got a big sports championship coming. Magically, all the homeless are now gone. There's not a problem in San Francisco. Everything's just fine. It's... It, it, is, it is so blatant. We can't do anything about this. We can't do anything about that. Oh, we've got a big world leader coming. We've got a big event coming. Well, of course we can get rid of all these people who are making us look terrible. I am inevitable. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious as, as to where they went. I'm assuming they went to Oakland. I, 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 I assume. It's an incredible story. Of just the the heartlessness of it, the 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 incredible, incredibly abusive nature of of the thing. We have to impress Xi Jinping, so we have to lie about what it is that cities are doing that model themselves after Xi Jinping. It's. It, it gets heady. Once you start going down that road, you're like, oh, I got to sit down. That's too much. You see, we want to be like Xi Jinping. So to be like Xi Jinping, we have to lie about what the policies are doing so we can be more like Xi Jinping who's doing these policies. So we need to show more how we're doing better by lying about the policies and what it is they do. Oh, oh dear Lord. Dear Lord, we haven't figured out that communism is it only leads to one thing. Never mind a prayer for a quick and painless death. There's no success that comes from communism. There's lying that comes from communism. There's fraud that comes from communism. There's death that comes from communism. Destruction of society that comes from communism. Oh my God, it's so alive. 
anybody who buys into that crap buys into their own destruction. And they, what they really buy into, of course, is the lie. Because they'll tell themselves that everything's going great. And they'll tell you, how dare you not notice that everything's going great. Because to have power and keep power and keep control, the lie has to be said. Nothing ever goes great in communism. The people on the very, very top, they still get fresh fruit. Everybody else suffers. Everybody else suffers. So San Francisco is, is, uh, is a city of liars. But don't worry, Indianapolis does the same. It does the same. There was a story I was going to get to out of Indy. Where is the story? Oh, the Newfield story? <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, we, we, we would like to inform you that the CEO of Newfields has quit. The museum, Newfields. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? It's been a year. I thought we needed this person more than oxygen. I mean, we had a racist, bigoted uh, museum. We needed this person desperately. Well, what museum experience did she have when we hired her? That doesn't matter, you yuts. We needed her. Oh, oh, I cannot. I will get into the story, and I guarantee you, no one will ever answer. You'll never know. And by asking, you will be called a bigot. Guaranteed. That's what's going to happen. Dear Lord, the last couple years of Newfields has just been a super hot mess, hasn't it? At least from the outside. I mean, when they decided to to engage in this this level of 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 what I would call rank bigotry, um, I I dropped my membership. Me. I love Newfields. I love art. Kills me. But they were going down a road that it had to be said, this doesn't work. You don't engage the purchase of art because you want to have this type of artist. You engage the purchase of art because you believe it provides a value. You don't engage the art based solely on an ideology, although you could have exhibits that are ideological. It's not the way you go about things. Silly. But that's what happens when you have poor leadership that's more interested in skin color than they are the growth of a museum and the people who go there. 